0: life stories of various individuals to inspire and educate you're listening to anecdotes a podcast hosted by two millennials timothy and vance thank you for joining us on this learning journey let's discover our why together welcome to episode 17 of anecdotes this is a show where we share inspiring stories and learn how to become better each day one anecdote at a time i'm vance as usual i'm joined by my co-host timothy in this latest episode Timothy shared his anecdote with a young salesman and he learned that we can learn from anyone, even those younger than us. I read an article by James Clear on how following a system and focusing on the process can be better than setting goals. Listen on to find out more. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Hey everyone, so we are recording this in advance because I wouldn't be here this Saturday. And that's usually our recording time. So, we're recording this on Wednesday night, but you will you only listen to it maybe around Monday or so. But anyway, let's dive right into today's content. So, I read an article that really stuck out to me just earlier today. It's by James Clear. So, this article is not very long and, I'll, and we'll put it in the show notes. But basically, he's saying that when you set any goals in your life, you are actually, it's actually kind of counterproductive and counterintuitive because goals are, in a way, some sort of short-term thing. Because when, once you achieve your goals, <coughs> you will suddenly feel like there's nothing else in front of you immediately. So what some people, as he observed, as, as James Clear observed, whenever they set certain goals and they achieve it, after achieving the goals, right, they go back to normal. So a a very good example is someone training many months for a marathon. And after training for months on the marathon, he finally finishes the marathon on the actual day. But after finishing the marathon, he stops training. So all the effort to train his body to run 42.195 km, goes down the drain. Three three months down the road, if you don't exercise at all or do run at all. So th- the problem about this is, if let's say we apply this to our life, if we set a certain goal, maybe let's say uh, hit a million dollars in terms of revenue for your company. And once you hit a million dollars, suddenly you feel like oh, I've hit my goal already, and maybe, and you and. Maybe in some ways, unconsciously you stop setting even better goals and you just think that oh, me, since I hit a 1 million revenue I can just you know slow down and everything and I guess this is where it differentiates a l- mediocre company from a multi multi-million dollar or even a billion dollar company you have something to say?
1: not really I mean yes uh, <laughs> if I hit 1 million then I'll just go for 2 million What?
0: I don't know. I mean, th- it's just an example, of course. But I'm saying that when you set a, okay, not not. I'm saying okay. James Clear is saying that once you once you hit a certain goal, it unless you unless you set a several goals, okay, several milestones rather, okay. Or you constantly set different and better and harder goals, right? Once you hit a certain goal, you will feel like as if you achieved a lot, and probably you might slack she's just pointing out something that happened to a lot of people. It might happen in different ways. It could be diet, it could be the, the, the dream body, it could be, I don't know, dream girlfriend, or you can... I mean, I I guess a good example would be relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Some relationships fail because, you know, their goal is to ultimately, so-called...
1: Game uh, uh
0: Okay. Or, <laughs> I mean... Have her as a girlfriend, okay? okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, managed that's Have her as a girlfriend. <laughs> Successfully, managed to make her... His, uh, his his girlfriend Or speech. successfully I
1: mean his <laughs>
0: <laughs> Successfully made him made, made this girl Or this guy His or her Boyfriend or girlfriend Then suddenly you feel like Eh My life seems to You know I, I've achieved My life's goal already So I can like Maybe move on to another goal Or something I guess that happens To some people So that's what he's trying to say hmm. So
1: Okay I mean uh, I agree la, to a certain extent but it depends on what kind of goals yeah I do agree that sometimes when we set certain goals and then we meet them and then we we'll think what next and then we we'll just slack off
0: and I think to put things in perspective right he's framing it as a goal where uh, it's a kind of goal that is not that achievable but still actually, we still you know it's still possible.
1: I think that's where a growth mindset comes in. Yeah. And you have a mm-hmm. growth mindset then you'll be continuously learning all the time. So I guess that's what he meant uh, in a certain way. Uh.
0: Actually what he really meant was the main premise is to use a system. In use a system to motivate yourself instead of a goal. So instead of planting a A finishing point right You just tell yourself That every day I will do this So For example For a writer Every day Or every week I aim to publish One article Which is about A thousand words So it doesn't matter Whether One one person read it Hundred people read it Or a million people read it It doesn't matter Every week I will post One A uh, one thousand word Essay my blog or whatever, without fail.
1: So it's just like, like cultivating a habit.
0: Yeah, cultivating a habit
1: more than having a goal to reach. Yeah,
0: yeah, a bit more on the habit part later, but he's saying that a system right is a lot m- better in terms of uh, achieving certain things in in life, because unless 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 you think that. Everything in life you know once you once you achieve a certain level, then you stop i I would consider that more of a challenge rather than a life goal or anything so instead of maybe maybe for some people let's say let's say for myself if let's say my goal is to publish a book so when I eventually publish a book, you know maybe the journey to get there was very very tough and eventually when I, when I published a book, I realized oh' I achieved my goal already Then i stop publi- i stopped writing it. Altogether, some it happens to some people. I think. Yeah. So what 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 he's suggesting is, instead of you st- instead of setting goals, s- cultivate a system or habit where you do something continuously, regularly, without questioning about anything. Okay, and mainly because right, number one. Goals reduce your current level of happiness. Because, you think about it, whenever you're, achieve, whenever you're trying to achieve a goal, every step you take is difficult. Right? It's not exactly that pleasant. Because our ultimate goal is to achieve your goal. So, every step is difficult. You only feel happy when when you reach your goal.
1: Yeah, I think it's when you feel demoralised when. Yeah, You feel like you're not making progress yeah. towards your goal. And then that's where you start slacking and you just stop, lose motivation altogether.
0: I think people who go on diet or exercise regimes can relate very well because...
1: It's a very short-lived kind of uh, motivation.
0: Yeah, because they want to so-called lose, I don't know, maybe 10kg. 15kg or whatever And then they set that as a, as a target Then they set out Maybe one or two weeks
1: So in a sense that Don't set Quantifiable goals Yeah That But then of course there's la.
0: <laughs> But then of course There's this You know uh, PR and marketing Principle Where you have to set Smart goals Specific Measurable <laughs> Achievable
1: Realistic Results oriented. Oh, and tea.
0: T. time oriented. And we we a specific amount of time.
1: I think that's like more goal setting. Like not PR marketing, right? It
0: it, it is more common in PR and marketing because whenever they, they come up with a campaign, right, they need to be answerable to their clients, right? right? marketing agencies and PR agencies, I mean, even in in-house PR and marketing agencies, uh, mar- PR and marketing in- in-house in teams, they have to set certain smart goals to justify their existence and the quality of the campaigns.
1: No. And justify their costs. <laughs> ah, <yeah>, okay, <laughs> la, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, so, I guess in that sense, in business sense, it's okay to set a goal, but in terms of your life, in terms of like weight, in terms of, Personal development, in terms of creativity, and a lot of other less inten less intangible things. What well, I mean. What's I less think, intangible? Yeah, sorry. I mean intangible things over tangible things. Yeah. Wait for example, if you if you're a writer, for example, if you're an athlete, for example, if you are, can okay, also say businessman, but not really. Anyone, who don't really have numbers. Or rather, as long as numbers are not like the pri- primary goal, then I think it shouldn't be such a specific goal. You should commit more to a process. I guess, okay, a good way to put it is a craft. If you're trying to hone your craft, you shouldn't look at a goal. You should look at a process.
1: What if my goal is to become the best painter, then is a, there's no boundaries,
0: there's no boundaries, but to get there, you still have to commit to a process, right?
1: Yeah, but it's still a, a goal. It's still a goal?
0: I guess. Okay. The way he's 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 putting it, right? Instead of looking at it as a goal, look at it as a process, so that you won't be don't you won't be dragged by you know that so-called that point that is very far away in along the road you can't that you can't even see maybe. Yeah. Instead of doing that, just fo- just concentrate on doing the process. It, yeah. Keep doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. Because I think oftentimes, and I guess we are, we are guilty of it sometimes also, whenever we we want to do something or whenever we think of an idea, we tend to think of the end goal. We tend to think of, we tend to think of the end point, the destination.
1: No, I mean, straight away, we'll just think whether is it achievable or not. Is it realistic or not. And, it, and if it's not then we'll just decide not to do it. Unless you really
0: have a burning desire. Yeah. But most of the time, the fear and the, I don't know, the the reluctance to commit, the impending toughness and difficulty is are usually a lot stronger than the burning desire. So often we just give up. Which is why he's saying commit to a process and not a goal. That's his solution. Okay, to the first one. To the first point where, where he says that goals reduce your current ha- ha- happiness, the solution is to commit to a process and not a goal. The second point he made, goals are strangely at odds with long-term progress. Like I mentioned earlier, because when you look at goals, it is not a goal if it's not achievable, right? And when you ultimately achieve your goal, it's not exactly, it's more like a point of achievement rather than constantly improving yourself. I don't know if that makes sense.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can't.
0: Can you repeat? So you're saying that, the second point is saying that Goals are strictly at odds with long-term progress. Yeah, because as mentioned earlier, goals are a lot more short-term in the sense that goals are achievable points in our journey. Right? Maybe let's say if you were to run a marathon. I mean, marathon is the easiest example because it's tangible. You can like see the steps and everything. So imagine you want to run a marathon. Your first goal would be to be able to run maybe 5km without stopping then your next goal will be 10km and so on right but then if you constantly set say that uh, I want to run a full marathon instead of saying that I want to run every day so that eventually my stamina can catch up eventually I can build my stamina I can build my endurance to ultimately run 42km I think that I mean I'm not a marathon runner But I think that way He's arguing also that It's easier for A person wanting To finish the marathon <coughs> To achieve it Instead of saying that Okay I want to run 5km first Then 10km Then 15km Then 20km
1: Like I must Achieve this If not I would have failed
0: Yeah Kind of thing
1: mm, Yeah Agree I mean I tried Personally uh, to uh, I hate running so I forced myself to try to complete 2.4 kilometers so I tried to tell myself okay so today I did uh, 1.6 so the next time or the next week I must be able to run 2km and then I almost died trying to finish 2km then after that I just stopped I didn't even hit
0: 2.4. Yeah, I think, I guess that's, that, that's where it makes a difference because when you set a certain goal, right, and you don't achieve it, it seems like it's un- unachievable already. Yeah. But if you, instead of doing that, right, you come up with a schedule or a regime, right, to commit to running a set amount of time every day, eventually, and unconsciously, you will see improvements. Probably, you know, when you plot improvement, right? It wouldn't exactly be a straight line up, right? It wouldn't be linear. It would be all sorts of, you know, patterns. On some days, you improve more. Some days, you will... De- some, some days, you will...
1: Maybe not improve at all. You, you,
0: will de- you, you might even deteriorate. Yeah. And then other days, you just, like... Suddenly... No yeah. Yeah. So, because when you set a goal, right? It, sometimes... It is not exactly... It's myopic in the sense that it doesn't consider that improvement when plotted on a line is not linear. It's very, very irregular. So that's his proposition. Mm. So his solution is don't look at in immediate or instant results. But
1: well, it's kinda hard, right? Yeah, it's I mean I- we are all like so used to having things instantly we have WhatsApp. We have Uber Eats. We have internet. <laughs> yeah, everything is happening instantaneously. And if you want to buy something from the US or UK, it ships to you in, what, seven days or less. And if you are Prime or anything, maybe you have two or three days. Yeah. So if you tell anyone to even wait, they will feel very... It's like kind of counter-reactive to how we have progressed. In the sense that everything we want is so instantaneous. You yeah. don't have to boil water nowadays. You have water dispensers. Yep. You don't have to hail a cab. You have Uber. You don't have to go out, leave the house to eat if you want to eat cof- coffee jam food. There's someone who's willing to deliver for you at a premium. But the only thing that that, hey, can you think of anything that's not instantaneous right now?
0: Relationships.
1: <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Business, leads, sales, revenue.
1: Yeah, Yeah. relationships is something that... Relationships. Confirm need to build.
0: <laughs> yeah. Craft.
1: Yeah. I, I, I think that's why people give up so easily as well. Because they don't see results, and then they just give up.
0: Yeah, and is I mean, assessment assessments are great, you know. Assessments are great because you can track your progress and everything. But sometimes, you know, I I guess we can we can refer it to analytics, uh, okay. I'm not sure I'm not sure if many people actually tried or met up with analytics before, but I'm very I'm very sure anyone who tries analytics for the first time for the first three hours, you will just, or the f- for the first, maybe weeks, right? Few weeks. You'll be constantly checking the analytics. For, I don't know, for whatever reason.
1: To see any kind of... To girl. see
0: any spike or anything. But in actual fact, what really matters is the long term, whether whether or not over the long term, or, I don't know, five years, ten years down the road, 15 years down the road, 20 years down the road, whether you still survive, whether you're still, you know, viable, in the market or not?
1: Are you referring to the listeners and downloads of the podcast?
0: <laughs> <laughs> not really, but I I guess that, that that could be one of the examples also. Yeah. Like, I could we, we could say that uh we don't see <coughs> we don't see any improvements in terms of downloads or interaction or anything, and because of that we're going to give up the podcast. But who knows? May maybe if we just persevere on for I don't know a year. With 100 downloads per episode <laughs> or less <coughs> Eventually you'll, you'll break through something And that's true actually for a lot of things uh. I mean, I'm not sure if people actually Actively go and read all kinds of different stuff When people talk about growth and everything Growth is usually When plotted on a line just like improvement Improvement and growth are the same thing, alright? Is 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 never linear.
1: Can growth even be plotted? Like, kind of. How do you measure growth rate? Growth anyway, I mean, this week, in terms of personal development.
0: Personal development. So well. I mean, of course you cannot you cannot plot that on, a, on 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 a on a graph. But I'm saying like let us say if, using the running example again, if this week I can run two point four km within fourteen minutes, and next week I can run within thirteen thirteen minutes and fifty seconds. Then, if I plot it on a graph, there's improvement, right? Yeah. Faster. Then, over over maybe three months, I managed to reduce my time into one minute. As in, to reduce by one minute to, th- to 13 minutes. But when I plot, you know, the, the progress every day or every time I run, right, it wouldn't be linear at all. Right? Anything, anything wouldn't be linear. Anything tangible, even. It wouldn't be linear, mm.
1: I guess
0: yeah, and I guess the sooner that w- the sooner we realize that results are not like our Facebook feed or our Twitter feed or social media feed, the sooner we realize that all those are painting a false reality for us that in the real world a lot a lot of things take a lot of time, especially relationships. Then the sooner we'll be better off, which is why setting certain goals, especially in relationships, I mean, I don't know, relationship goals and everything, I can never understand that. But <laughs> that, I guess, people still love, like you know, wow, uh, climbing a mountain. Relationship hashtag relationship goals. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not hating on it, but I'm just saying that I, I've never underst- I've never understood why people would say relationship goals, or. Uh, family goals or whatever it kind of of paints a picture where you know this is something you need to achieve if not you'll be a failure or if not you're not living the life
1: Hmm. yeah it kind of sets unrealistic unrealistic expectations of how your relationships have to be yeah and it's like we're kind of working towards this fake yet superficial world, without realising it.
0: And I wouldn't be surprised if w- if there are actually people who think that by taking that kind of picture right, they can hashtag relationship goals also. So their the relationship doesn't even have to be good. But as long as they manage to take that kind of picture to at least do that, oh. you know, do that. But whether or not they really like it or not, can consider it as a relationship goal. So I guess that's where oh, he didn't cover it in the article. They
1: feel that they, if they take the kind of picture, it means that they reach a certain milestone in their relationship. It means that everything is going smoothly.
0: Yeah, and even if we, even if even if we, even if we, we even if we were to take that concept and apply to something else like business, right? Just because of business maybe to hit a million dollars in revenue or a million dollars in sales or profits or whatever.
1: But the workers are unhappy.
0: Yeah. I guess this is why setting a certain goal might not always be the best way to go about achieving anything or go about getting good at anything.
1: I guess so. But sometimes some people need a goal to have a purpose or so.
0: To look, to look, to look forward yeah. to, right? Yeah, that's what I guess that's what most people, most of us need. Which is why I think over time, when I commit to a certain schedule, a certain routine, I feel better because it takes the emotional element out of it Only only in the process part. So it makes the process a lot less emotional, which also, which in a way, makes you it It doesn't stop you it motivates you more than preventing you from doing it so uh, an example would be if you commit to a routine to exercise waking up every day early and exercising at a specific time then having a breakfast and showering everything right you start off your day with a good with 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 on 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 a on a good note yeah on a good note <laughs> the rest of the day doesn't have to be routine. But at least certain parts of the day is routine. Things that really matter, things that can really help you be more productive, be better. Hmm. So instead of maybe saying that my goal is to uh, lose maybe 10, 10 kilograms. But every day I commit to an exercise regime where I maybe jog for 15 minutes, 20 minutes.
1: Where you don't really enjoy or not. You don't even look forward to it at you all. Know.
0: Yeah, but you just you just you just set aside time and effort to do mm. it as a routine. And don't I mean it's hard, but don't look at it as a as something that is an obligation but rather the process to getting where could be better for you than now.
1: I think the reason why processes uh you feel that processes are better than goals is because when you remove the goal factor, you kind of remove the expectations factor. Yeah. And then, when you remove that, you don't have that much pressure on yourself. You don't have that much pressure to achieve this and that, and then, that's why you'll be happier.
0: Yeah. You you, you put it in a very good way, but also, you know, kind of make it sound like, but but now that you said it, it feels like, if you don't commit to a certain goal or you don't set a certain bar or standard for yourself, you might not ever improve past that that point. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so it's
1: uh, kinda like a <laughs> what's that? Paradox, is it?
0: Paradox or oxymoron again. Yeah. Irony. But well, I guess everything needs a balance, uh. Yep. Right.
1: I mean a process is not entirely you can't really call it not a goal so because you telling yourself, I must wake up at this time to exercise and then eat and breakfast. It's also a goal. Right? My goal is to wake up and exercise at this timing. In a sense, it's still a goal. Right? It's not yeah. really a process process. It's still <laughs> a certain goal element to it. <laughs> so yeah. so That's why when you told me, I'm a bit like half. But I understand where you're coming from
0: it's very hard to it's very hard to point a finger like what's the clear difference between a goal and a process yeah, and whether they are mutually exclusive for each other but a way to look at it is a basketball coach this is from his article James Clear's article a basketball coach for a basketball coach a goal would be to win the NBA championships right whereas the process is every day He has to train his team. Right? But then instead of he has this goal. He has he knows that he has to achieve that goal. If not, he'll be sacked or whatever, okay? But instead of concentrating right and getting pressured by the goal, he focuses on the process. So he spends a lot of his energy on training his team well, doing the process well, instead of thinking of other different ways to achieve the goal. So in a sense, you're kind of doing a backwards engineering kind of thing. So you identify the goal already, right? Then you identify the process to achieve the goal. And then you focus on the process so that you eventually can reach the goal. But then, once you, if you constantly commit to the process, a routine and everything, ultimately when it becomes a habit, even after you reach the goal, right, the habit will still continue. So that's where you can maintain and probably even improve beyond the goal. I think that's his proposition. Yeah. Not that you mentioned, you know, that <laughs> by not focusing on a goal, you're actually not having so much expectations for yourself. Yeah. And because of that, you get less pressured, and then you can focus on process, which is... Obviously, the the only way to g- achieve the goal
1: to get better. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. N- enough. Yeah. Uh, enough about goals and processes.
0: <laughs> and I think it's I think it's not coincidence that he that you can link it to habit because his he is kind of known for his habit academy, It's <laughs> some course that he has online. So he tries to help people get rid of bad habits and cultivate good habits. So this is why he looks at processes instead of goals. Cause when you have good habits, succeeding is just a matter of when. It wouldn't be if really. Yeah. Cause if you look at successful people, I mean in all sorts of man med- in all sorts of ways, or rather if you look at anything that is completed they can be considered a success is usually because of a good habit.
1: But if you look at it this <laughs> way, I mean, we all kind of know that we need to cultivate good habits, uh-huh. right? But the thing is, uh, it's kind of hard to stick to them, right?
0: Good habits? Uh, good
1: habits like we know die that easy. Is the good thing to do or the right thing to do, but somehow we just, you know, get lazy and we forget about it.
0: Yeah, good. even good habits I mean good habits are even though they are good for us they are good and they help us succeed they help us do a lot of things they are still hard to maintain whereas bad habits are easy to maintain hmm. die hard and everything just because it's easier it's the easier way out I guess cultiv- cultivating a good habit just makes uh, doing good things To yourself and to others Easier And probably it removes The procrastination Or self-doubt Element in it
1: Yeah Okay Actually I thought of something That I wanted to share Okay Well, It all happened when uh, Just a few hours ago It's all about me I don't know I've been meeting like new people Every Day Every now and then I guess that's, that's the good thing about my current job, I guess. Okay, but I didn't really meet this guy through work. But I was at M1 earlier. So I wanted to get a new line. So this guy approached me. So he happened to be selling credit cards. Uh, Near M1? Yeah, I mean, he's Citibank. So M1 and Citibank had a tie-up. Okay. So I chatted with him and then say, okay, uh, let's go to the... City Bank and going to do, uh, all the credit card application stuff. So I was looking at him, he seems pretty young. So I said, So, how old how are you? And then I looked at his watch, he was wearing a Rolex and he was wearing a Bugari ring, which I think is three to five thousand dollars.
0: How about a watch? Ten thousand plus, five figure?
1: Probably the watch is about five to ten. I mean, if it's second hand. Percent, uh, maybe higher. So oh, I was thinking, okay, he's 23 and he has that. <laughs> okay, the, it's unusual. I'm not judging. I, I didn't question his money or uh, where he gets his money from. Okay. So I asked him, hmm, 23. Then why are you doing this? Like, shouldn't I thought usually people, Singaporean males, would either be. Finishing army at twenty one, twenty two. Yep. Or they will be in university. Yeah. But to me, he seemed like a seasoned salesman. From the way he he taught me talk Okay. In a sense, now I think it's quite questionable. Okay, later on. Okay, so after that, I asked him. So, mm. so why didn't you? I said, I mean, if you can close case that well. Why didn't you do insurance or something? He said he didn't have the qualifications. I said, probably, you have a diploma. You can already what? And he <laughs> said, uh, that's the thing. I only at all level. I'm like, okay. I said, so why don't you go and study? So he gave me the reason that, um, I don't want to study the What for? I study this dead book. I go out and do sales. I can learn so many things from different people. Yada yada yada. Okay. So okay. I was quite skeptical because it doesn't take much if if you could do if you could do sales so well, studying won't be an issue to you. From I mean, that's how I look at it. Because sales being able to speak confidently I think that's harder to do than studying for a piece of paper to get to get a piece of paper. Especially you can go to Kaplan or something. You know, a private yeah. diploma. It doesn't really take much effort. You just need to follow. Follow. You just need to follow. That's it. Uh.
0: Follow for a short period of time. Uh. Yeah.
1: And you could probably get what, nine months? Um, A diploma takes longer now
0: at Kaplan after the government did some policy tweaking. Okay. So I think one year.
1: Yeah. Still one year is still yeah. relatively short. So, okay, now that I think about it, and then I asked him, so what were you doing before? Like, He said he did telesales sales at the Maybank, so he had to call people to ask them if they wanted to take personal loans. Then he told me that, they're like, oh, okay, so you're probably doing quite well. uh. You're 23. You got, you're balling already. I mean, you have all this (laughs) expensive jewelry. So, and then he said, no la. I said, okay, so how did you like close so well? Oh, very simple. I let the customer know that they are very exclusive and I let them know that if they don't take this offer right now, it's going to expire like after you put it on the phone. La. So okay. basically what he said was, you know, customers that, oh, so and so, yeah. Chosen from a very selected group of people to take part in this uh, personal loan thing, uh. and now we're offering you very, very good rates because you're uh, maybe a high premium customer, you have been with us for three to six months, that kind of stuff. So, he he told me that it makes the customer feel special, and then you have to believe that what you're selling is so exclusive that no one else. Has access to it, so he, and uh, so he's probably like twenty twenty one when he did that, I guess. Yeah. So he's he's been with what Citibank for eleven eleven months. Then uh, before that, I asked him. So how long are you with Citibank? He said, eleven months. And eh, no he said very long.
0: Very long is eleven months. But then okay. I said,
1: so how long? Eleven months. Huh? Eleven months long, where And then he said. Yeah, for me, long. Uh, I'm young. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, oh, fine. So he started telling me you need to, you need to be. He started, I don't know. He started like trying to teach me because I told him that I was in mortgage uh-huh. and loans, and he told me that you need to tell us, need to be able, need to be daring to tell people what others people don't dare to say. So I'm like, okay. for example. I don't know. I think he he meant it along the lines of if you want to get ahead you need to do what others don't want to do. Yeah. So I think that's what he meant. Because that's what I told him. uh. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe I should have asked him like what do you mean? But it's probably along the same lines. And then he said oh yeah I agree with you. uh, So after that because I find it quite shady because when he showed me the benefits of signing that card right? It was on the internet, okay. But there were additional benefits that like he said that always. Oh, uh, only today or was install promo. there at the back of my head, nah, I mean, you you try to <laughs> sell me like how you close case on the phone is it? Huh? Telling people is exclusive is it? So I say, uh, hey, pass me your name card lah, So anything I can contact you, if maybe I got anything, any leads or what. Then he's like, oh, well, normally I don't. Issue should be name card. The other day, I said, never mind. It's okay. Just give me your name card. So he find and he gave me like a bit reluctantly. So I got this feeling, right? This guy, uh, he told me the additional benefits like uh, I will get $20 off my bill for six months. Right? Maybe uh-huh. it might be bullshit. No. When I got the credit card statement because he was quite reluctant to give me his name card. Yeah. So I don't know, maybe they want me to contact him or what.
0: Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I guess.
1: <laughs> so I don't know bah. Maybe I just give him the benefit of the doubt. In any case, when I get a statement then uh, the moment of truth. So but it's quite interesting, like this guy it's not it's not often you meet someone like that at that age. I could tell he was a bit mature. Because mm. he was able to tell me that sales is actually quite simple, uh. ah, yeah. Before before he was doing the sales, he was doing those shady business. You know those PIC claims.
0: Shady business. What do you mean?
1: There there was a moment like before that, like the custom the the government was trying to encourage businesses. Oh, okay. Like people uh. to be, to all the to help the SMEs actually. Yeah. So, there was this PIC grant. Yeah. So, there was a period of time where people created fake companies and they have bogus receipts and they claim money from the government. Uh So, apparently, he was doing that. (laughs) And then he told me that, see, if I could do that, if I could sell something so shady to someone and make them believe, then all I need to do in sales is to play on people's greed to see how much they're willing to get and he told me that no like for someone his age okay he's he not that have. much younger than me but yeah. still he's younger than me
0: <laughs> he must have been through some stuff yeah probably uh, because okay i'm not i'm not trying to judge anyone but i would say that the average person or uh, average the average singaporean if you grow up in a, a very average, everything, okay, go through school and everything, but considering he only went, he only, he only studied at the O-levels, for someone like that, to think like how you describe him to be, he must have been through something that caused him to think like that.
1: Yeah, but some people are just street smart, you know.
0: So you think he's more of a street smart rather than a con man?
1: I mean It takes A comment uh, A comment needs to be Street smart ah, Yeah In a I mean Of course That's the Rationale behind Con artists Is that They know what Their surroundings And And he also mentioned that uh, There's so many elements To sales The tonality The tonality How many people Actually use that <laughs> oh, I didn't know of that, you know. So it was interesting. Uh, I still have his name card. Once I <laughs> to get the credit card statement, and then maybe give him a ring. Whether he gives, whether th- what he says is true or not, I'll still call him I'll say, "Hmm, at least I did." Either I'll call him like, "Hey, bro, why no. tell me this? And then come out like that?" Because after I, before I left the shop, I went to ask him. See. Give me a recap on the benefits that you say is not online Tell me eh. Then he tell me Then I remember Okay ah? <laughs> 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 So either I'll call and say Okay, thanks Now I can trust you <laughs> Or I'll say What is this? But I think he should be earning quite a bit uh.
0: I mean, you ought know, to I mean, Considering the, the, the jewelry that he has
1: yeah, But Then again It could be fake it yeah. could be
0: fake It could be Installment plans Or whatever I don't know Whatever Maybe, it is
1: yeah Yeah whatever it is But It just seems like He knows what he's doing like, In the way He kills people But I kind of feel like I got scammed though <laughs> To be honest But Because it re- it's kind of Questionable
0: You mean You mean the benefits
1: And everything Yeah The benefits that Are not included I mean, because at the end of the day, there's no proof of what he promised. There's no written proof. Okay. So even if I call him and say like, what the, what the hell, why is it that I don't have this? is said I never tell you this. What? That yeah. could be the case also, ah.
0: Or you can say that. Uh, let me check the let me check the the, the official document or anything. Yeah. You know what anyway, I think. Oh, sorry. I think exactly. I said wrongly. Okay, yeah. So yeah.
1: but. Whatever lah, I mean, I didn't lose anything. I just lose. He just lose my trust. Oh, if that happens,
0: yeah. And I don't know. How 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 long can he ha- how long can he go about doing that? And I mean, I'm not saying that you will you will kill him, but there might be someone who will actually do that, or someone would who would have got into some trouble yeah maybe pursue
1: that I won't pursue I guess it's it's too much work (laughs) yeah it's not worth the effort
0: and I mean at most he he gets he gets fired or anything that's all probably (laughs) I mean I I don't know whether you have a legal case against him and I doubt you want to go go to that I mean
1: yeah I mean he just said that the uh, credit card and all fees will be waived That's that I believe, uh. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, interesting (laughs) chap. To be honest.
0: That you that you can actually find someone
1: who. Like you see. It also, on my part, that I went to ask him about these kind of things, like. uh, It was through, this. That's why it like relate back to the last last week's episode of uh-huh. finding common ground. Yeah. Right? When you find common ground, you realize that the conversations get more interesting. Because both parties are more interested. And that was what happened.
0: Because both of you were talking about sales, right?
1: Yeah. Like yeah, and then one mm. thing led to another and he, he gave me insights into becoming <laughs> a better salesperson. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's bad or saying that I shouldn't take advice from someone younger than me, but it's, it's good advice. I'm not saying that's bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, of course, of course you can say that the customer is exclusive and everything.
1: It's still a bit questionable, but
0: it's not wrong. <laughs> it's not wrong. I mean, as long as you're not giving false information that will harm the customer, yeah. I guess it's fine.
1: Because he can be, he can say that I chose you from this list is still, in a way, a lucky draw, kind of, selected, you know.
0: <laughs> I mean, you're not and <laughs> he
1: is right by saying that you won't get this once you pull down the phone. Because I won't call you game. again.
0: But. I'll strike off your name uh, and everything.
1: Yeah. So, that is something. He's I just mean.
0: twisting your words, spinning.
1: I mean,
0: I will never ever live, but... <laughs> by those kind of principles and standards because I just it's just not in me and I can't and it's not I cannot agree with that kind of principle of how you live with life just because in fact by the time by the time this this episode goes live I will have the article a a very apt article that will go out as well the title is Be Genuine to Others and Ourselves yeah, and, and and I just done it today. So by the time this episode goes live, that'll be up also. And I will link it to the sh- in the show well, notes as but well.
1: In a sense, he's he, he may be portraying his genuine self. Yeah,
0: he could be portraying his genuine self, and I guess if as long as he don't get get in trouble, it's fine. He he probably be happy with his jewelry and you know <laughs> him being a great salesman and everything at at such a young age. Yeah. And who knows, maybe he, he, he really is doing that well that he can buy all those stuff.
1: And he even know how to like really maintain eye contact through the whole conversation. Mm, because and you see, like yeah, like I said, nobody his age would know that. Mm. Honestly. Yeah. So interesting. See it all starts with when you are genuinely interested in knowing someone and then s- that someone would relate to you.
0: Yeah. I guess even if he's really all out to con, con you into <laughs> signing the card, even if he... But the fact that he's able to you know focus his energy and concentration by maintaining the eye contact... Because maintaining eye contact kind of exudes sincerity, honesty and... You know, just respect, us. respect and interest, interest in the person. Yeah. So yeah, for a person his age who has only been to secondary school, up to secondary school and been like s- in so many sales jobs, it is definitely something that is quite commendable for sure. He mm. wouldn't go hungry for sure.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's true.
0: Yeah. Content will never ever go hungry It doesn't matter whether they get Bitten up or anything They will In the end They will still find a way to You know Okay Let's not, uh, uh, that, that, that's, that's not label anyone uh, Okay Until you get your Credit card <laughs> statement
1: Yes, yes, yes. Hopefully yeah. he doesn't hear this Also <laughs> <laughs> yeah, It's quite unlikely Yeah I mean the reason why he said I don't give out name cards was because oh I just give e-name cards so like, oh okay so how does what e-name that? Name cards so he has so so his take website. picture of his credit, his name card and then he send to people
0: really yeah
1: but how can you send to them when they don't have your number yeah lah precisely <laughs> but I'm just thinking <laughs> like so that's why I personally want to get his name card
0: yeah and I don't know. It, it, okay, I'm I'm just trying to put myself in issues shoes. If I'm really a genuine salesman, who are re- if if really I'm, I'm really that good a salesman, right, I'll be more than happy to give you my name card. Yeah. Because then you have a chance to contact me or whatever, like you have a chance to pass my name card to someone else which could possibly generate more leads for me. Yeah. Which is why I, I can't understand... I mean when you're when you're trying to <coughs> approach someone or anything, I guess the the, the 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 basic courtesy is to introduce yourself and one of the best ways is to produce a name card. Because it shows professionalism. Yep. And that's one thing that I definitely learned, you know, through work and everything. I've never I've never knew that when I was in school. Because I never worked a professional job before. It was always part time. Yeah.
1: Hmm. Yeah, and another interesting person I met. Was uh-huh. Like uh, I was having a training s- yesterday. So there was this guy uh, he's a branch manager of a certain branch. And so he he conducts this training voluntarily uh, in the sense. So
0: is he paid? No.
1: I'm really not sure whether... I mean, what the truth is. uh, But I could really tell from his passion that he enjoys what he was doing.
0: Teaching trainees.
1: Yeah. Mm. Because he was so hilarious throughout the whole thing. He... I don't know. I feel like he's, he's better off as a teacher than a salesman. Like, he has his own sales methods. I'm not saying that it's not good. I'm just saying that, like, it seems more apt for educational purposes. Because I, I have I have no idea how, how to describe it, but it's just so funny. Like, he's so... Uh, his charm is a lot
0: more in terms of educating human. rather than persuading someone.
1: Yeah. Like... Even his sales tech sales techniques are, uh, coupled he can only he can pull it off because he's always like smiling like he those like he 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 like kind of like <laughs> funny he gives those funny face that only he can get away with. It. Okay. If someone that's not smiley, they uh, they cannot get away with that kind of jokes.
0: It's a unique charm, lah.
1: Yeah, it's a unique unique charm. So I really had a good laugh the whole time. So, like, the way he say it is so funny so So, at the end of the lesson, I told him that, I asked him, I said, do you all do this voluntarily or, or what? I said, Uh we are hand-picked. So, I said, so are you paid? Said, uh no lah, we do it out of passion lah. So, I said, hmm, okay, okay, I can understand. I can feel it, I can feel it. <laughs> but I, I should have told him that actually yeah, I really enjoy it. Yeah, our whole thing But I just I Sleep my mind I just told them that Hmm Actually, you all make a great team Because one is serious And then one is quite uh, oh, mean- Joker There are two guys oh, okay Yeah So yeah. what I learned Is that Through presentations There are a lot of different styles Yeah And He Successfully Because he's been teaching this module For seven years and he's with the bank For many many years I think more than that So he's Like probably 20 years I think Probably in his He's like 41 I think
0: 41 Yeah 20 years in the bank
1: I, I Maybe 10 plus I'm not sure Somewhere there Okay Because he said He's only been in this bank Or CBC Yeah so he He kinda Know what his strengths are And he just played to it Like, you know, he's a joker. So Interesting.
0: So, how about the the other lecturer? Is he he any good? Uh,
1: He has his own ways, but in terms of getting the attention of everyone, not as good as the other guy.
0: Engagement, uh, because humor is always... Yeah. To quote James Altucher, he says that, even though he knows that he's not a very humorous person, which, yeah, he, is, he isn't he fu- is a funny person, but it's the things that he say. So even though he knows that he's not funny, but he always constantly rem- remembers that he has to inject some humor, some sort of humor, whether is it through his words or through his actions. He still has to do it because humor is what, you know, kind of captures people's attention. Yeah, Whether is it a short period of time or a long period of time. Because humor is what a lot of us Adults don't really have that much in our lives.
1: Yeah. The average
0: adult smiles or laughs three to five times a day. But a kid, a child, smiles or laughs up to, I think, hundreds of times. A few hundreds of times.
1: Yeah. It's so important to have actually laughter and to even smile. Yeah. Every day, man. I feel so much better when I laugh yeah, uh, two days ago I met well, my friend on the way to work, and <laughs> the funny thing was, cause whenever I meet him, we always have laugh a lot, because he's a very funny guy also. So, on the morning train, the morning commute to work, it was so silent. Oh, all, all they could hear was me and my friend's laugh, <laughs> 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 and I. I I didn't get any stairs, I'm not sure whether I did or not. But
0: You were too aggressive.
1: Yeah, wouldn't it be better if everyone had that to start their morning off each day? I know my day certainly went better, for sure. Of course. I had w- way more energy. Yeah. And, and I think it takes skill, I'm quite sad. For people who don't have that sense of humour or, you know
0: that don't have the ability to laugh at things, you mean? Or can't can't really...
1: Or can't really find joy in laughing or something Because I know I laugh and smile a lot
0: Yeah? Uh,
1: I don't know, it must be kind of painful for people who Don't laugh and smile a lot, right? Some people say they, they, they just... I just don't find it funny, like, in certain stuff
0: Actually a lot of times right, In those kind of cases They find it funny But they, f- they just feel Awkward laughing mm. Because In a way when you laugh You kind of draw attention To yourself And mm. some people Don't really think Very highly of Their laughing faces <laughs> oh. So when they laugh Then they feel like Oh my god I look like shit right now Self they They're too uh. self conscious So they're more of like Afraid of how people think, Look at them Because I used to I used to feel that way also I used to feel that I shouldn't laugh So you cover
1: everything. your mouth
0: while you laugh? No. Actually, even now, no. The only time I cover my mouth is when I'm coughing or when I'm yawning. But other than that, when I laugh, I make sure that I mean, if someone is really funny, I make sure that the person knows that he's funny by smiling or laughing at the person or at what the person said. But previously, I found that by laughing, you kind of Make yourself lose kind of composure because to me in the past, okay, in the past, composure is all what that makes you look more credible and uh serious. Not only just not only serious, but someone cool. You know what I mean, cool. And because of that, right, I I didn't laugh at a lot of things. Like <laughs> even when I feel like laughing, right, <laughs> when I don't see anyone. It. Yeah Especially when no one else Is laughing But the, uh, but Actually a lot of us Don't realise that When someone else, when, when someone Someone in the group Laughs right It doesn't matter whether It's funny or not People will still laugh Just mm. because it, You just don't want to be The only person laughing No no as in If let's say right, You're in a group And then someone tells them, uh Something okay And then someone Just laughs Out of nowhere Maybe because the person Is here wrongly or what then thing think it was a joke. Then everyone starts everyone starts laughing because it's not a joke but the person is laughing and then you realise that the person listened wrongly or anything. So it's funny. Either way, it's, it'll be funny. Mm. But previously, I thought that when you laugh, right, especially when no one else is laughing, right, yeah. you look stupid. That was, that, that was always what I thought.
1: Oh, okay, when in actual fact, it's not the case. Mm.
0: It just makes the atmosphere more lively. That's all. It's better to laugh. I never small.
1: really suppress my laughter before. Though.
0: Do your parents laugh a lot?
1: I don't know. I guess so. I I don't I don't know.
0: Because in in my house back at, back back at home, not many people laugh much. I don't see people laughing at home much like my parents or my sister or my grandmother last time they don't laugh much which is why I kind of have the feeling that if, when, if you laugh especially when no one is laughing right it's not cool, you're embarrassing yourself you look stupid you draw <laughs> unnecessary attention to yourself and everything and and I believe there are people who think like that too but like you said By laughing more and smiling more and everything, right? It actually lightens up your mood and everything. Just because smiling and laughing, right, sends a a sort of chemical to your brain to make you feel happier. Yeah. Even when you're not happy.
1: I mean, now that I think of it is the joke that he said was also very lame. Because he asked me, what did I say in the interview to get this job? So I just said uh, I was hungry. Uh. Then <laughs> I said, huh, you hungry? Then he, you know he just I don't know how he even linked it, but the uh, he you know the wolf of Wall Street, Matthew yeah. McConaughey. Uh huh. He did this. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know he said hungry. Right. So there was a part where Mac- Matthew McConaughey took his face and beat his chest. And he did some some song. uh he said, "You know, I see elsewhere. I see money." And Then he just did that or something, uh. And Then he just did that. And I just found it very funny. And I just just laughed <bad> myself. <at> <laughs> Even though it's like, doesn't really make sense. No, but but
0: because it's a it's a it's a movie reference. Movie references are usually funny.
1: Yeah, but it's no link to an interview or anything. Uh. When you say
0: you're hungry, that's why he linked that to that, ma?
1: Yeah, but how is that hungry? <laughs> Yeah, but that's it uh, that, that's, that's I guess that random joke, things also Yeah so, <laughs> He was telling me that Wow, you only You only Work on news yeah, All this kind of joke That's it Why? I tell my girlfriend My girlfriend <laughs> Look at me and say Very funny, man <laughs> So Yeah, I, I don't know I just find it like uh, It's fun uh, To laugh even yeah. thinking about it now still cracks me up.
0: And laughing, the the less interesting part of it is it's less interesting and interesting in some way that when you laugh, it's, it sends a happy happy chemical to your brain. So even when you're crying, when you suddenly laugh, you actually feel much better. Or a smile. And or see someone could laughing.
1: laughing be a distraction? It just makes you forget about your troubles.
0: <laughs> it is, I guess, to a certain extent and <laughs> I believe that's, that I, I don't really know the exact science behind laughing and smiling but it makes you feel better It, it overall it just makes you feel better when you smile and laugh more yeah, yeah. and of course I wouldn't want to do it in a serious situation then <laughs> yeah it, it'd just be very awkward and very bad but if it's if it's warranted <coughs> if it's appropriate sure please laugh smile and everything but of course when someone is talking about something sad don't just keep smiling at the person ah. that's of course disrespectful but if the person is trying to crack a joke and even if it's not funny <laughs> laughing at the person's failure at <laughs> pulling the joke off right, will actually make the person feel better so it kind of makes because I'm very sure that when a person is trying to crack a joke right. And he, and the joke is not funny. And he realizes, right? He would definitely feel embarrassed. But if you laugh, right, it makes him feel better still.
1: Why is it that people try to be funny?
0: Because anything that is funny, anything that is he- hilarious, tends to link to popularity and positiveness and everything. I hmm. think, and that's that's my perspective. Because funny people tend to be popular among groups. Hmm. Yeah
1: Yeah That's one way of looking at it I actually share that sentiment And that's
0: also why You're
1: popular among the aunties Because
0: (laughs) You're funnier than Most of the other Guys in The company
1: I think they just (laughs) I don't think I'm that funny I just think It's because I give them More attention than what any other people did Yeah
0: I and guess
1: There's not There's just like Basic Basic respect I guess
0: And you just You kind of invite them also la, In some ways Because when you give them more attention You're just uh, inviting them to uh, Be A bit more open with you la, And mm. more comfortable and everything Because I believe As much as There'll be a lot of People who are very quiet Very cool And everything Even though they might seem like they don't, they don't want to talk to you, but when you actually talk to them, when you actually try to talk to them, try to engage them and talk about their interests, they'll be happy to talk. Yeah, Yeah. that's something I realized also that. Especially because I'm considered more quiet, and then when I meet someone even more quiet, that's when I realized that actually just speaking to the person, right, the person will open up, no matter how quiet the person seem to be. Everyone likes to talk. It's just Who you talk with Right
1: Okay so A roundup A roundup So I would say Set Processes Not
0: goals (laughs) (laughs) If you want to achieve a goal Do some Backwards engineering So you identify a goal Then You come up with a process That can That you can stick to a routine if you will to ultimately achieve that goal so when it becomes a habit by doing that process over and over and over again when you eventually reach reach the goal even when you don't set any uh, extra goals in f- ahead of it because of the good habit right you'll still be able to cons- constantly improve and maintain the amount of excellence that you achieved
1: and for me it's still I mean, it's a bit of like still finding common ground, but I believe it's more of learning from someone younger than you can be much more enriching than learning from someone older than you.
0: Okay. Put <laughs> things in perspective.
1: You mean explain that?
0: Yeah. Why do you think that learning from someone younger is.
1: Because we always think that we are learning from someone. Older than us the whole time
0: because we always associate wisdom with, with yeah age.
1: experience and age mm, okay so when someone actually tells you something that you sort of know but okay he told me certain stuff that I didn't know I can actually learn from him as well
0: I guess in some ways he has more experience than you in terms of sales mm. also. yeah yeah. yeah,
1: so someone okay someone younger than you can be better at you at certain things
0: definitely yeah that's how we are better than our parents in in technology (laughs) Uh. yeah
1: (laughs) and another thing for me was that well it just came is humour humour is quite important not to say that you need to be funny but I think it's very important to laugh and joke around sometimes. And most importantly just give people the attention sometimes.
0: <laughs> the attention that they deserve. Yeah. The attention that the quiet person who seems like he or yeah. she doesn't want to talk give to a you. Give a
1: helping hand. You know? mm. Sometimes some people just need a bit of attention, because they have no idea how to tell people that they need their attention. You know, or mm. they're too shy. So, yeah. That's so, it. So that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye. That's it. Thank you for staying until the end of the podcast. If you enjoyed this, share this with your friends and tag us on Instagram or Facebook to connect with us. Would appreciate any sort of feedback. Be sure to check out the show notes at theanecdotes.net dot Thank you once again.